0: god have you seen the brave little toaster recently yes not, not it is recently. a traumatizing film
1: terrifying
0: there's a part where the fucking the blanket or whatever dies and he's like the he's is, like,
1: crying he will he
0: fucking like goes into the mud and he's like i'm not afraid to die or like i'm not afraid anymore isn't
2: the brave little toaster about communism
0: it might be i haven't seen in a while somebody did a pop culture mixtape about it and it fucking like he showed all the like super traumatizing scenes it about it horrifying. and it's horrifying Yeah, like Don Bluth shit Like Secret and Nim It's fucking terrifying
2: A bell Refill Mr. Franklin's glass, will you?
3: Now, when you get up there tonight Don't drink too much Oh, don't
2: worry, I will How about a whiskey and soda? Huh, oh, less soda than usual, thanks And this is wine To drink
1: Just to sip Might improve your humor Aren't you drinking? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not drunk. And an excellent vintage it is too. But if you're implying that I'm tipsy, sir. Welcome to Tipsy
2: Terror. (laughs) I like the...
1: (laughs) The furious dabbing. So, a lot of times when the theme song plays, because we play it live in the room now, um, (laughs) bears, Um, we'll dance in some pretty pretty. Good moves come out. We got some
2: sickening dance moves.
1: Um, We're also—I really want to get back to this brave little toaster, um, *Secret of Nim* movie, because we talked about *Secret of Nim* very recently on our um, *Amityville Horror* morning after it was Mm -hmm. mentioned. Because this—it's the second one where they're like the rats in cages, and it's the lab is a terrifying movie.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. We're talking about terrifying animation while we were going up there. We were talking about it with our um, guest. On this episode, we yes. have done an episode today about Nosferatu and... And it was requested by our dear friend, James Wagner. Hello, James. Welcome to Hi, everybody. To the Secret
0: in M we watched when I was in middle school, uh, like at school. <laughs> at teen at night? Th- no, not at teen <laughs> night. Um, but at, um, like, you know how, like, at the end of the year, your teachers give up because yeah. you've already done your standardized tests? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, like, we had a system where you could show a movie in the library and it would broadcast to all of the classrooms. Uh-huh. And so, near the end of school, there was almost always, like, one movie that was playing. And one of them, one time, was The Secret of Nim*. And they kept the same schedule of, like, every 40 minutes. I think it was, like, every 50 minutes, you switched to a different class. And so, we just watched Secret of Nim* in, like, three different <laughs> classes. So, except for my math class, because we watched it in eighth grade. And my eighth grade math teacher... Uh, was a it it was like he taught a college course he would come in every morning wearing like this little hat he would set it down and then he would (laughs) tell everybody what he was going to teach that day and then he would teach it and he made everybody show their work from their homework on the board oh my god to make sure everybody knew like he was the strictest teacher I ever had. And uh, Mr. Callahan, if he's out there, uh, shout outs to him because he honestly taught me more about math than like literally any teacher because he was so strict. He's like, no, you have to know what you're doing and all
2: these things. <laughs> and he made you miss Secret in yeah. him. And
0: he made na- made us miss Secret in him because he never bought into any of those like, oh the whole school we're watching this film because it's you know, I was yeah. said Fourth of July. <laughs> like some crazy person going to school on Fourth of <laughs> July. Um but like, oh it's Halloween, we're watching this, you know, Halloween film. And he's like, no, we're we're gonna learn about the quadratic formula <laughs> today.
4: And sh- welcome to Tipsy Terror. This is a podcast <laughs> where we get drunk and we watch horror movie and then we record ourselves. <laughs> watch horror movie. Watching the movie, and then we cut in clips. <laughs> we we watch the movie. <laughs> the podcast right after, and then we cut in clips of us watching the movie, like this clip. God, imagine fucking recording audio there. It's
0: so windy. <laughs> they had to throw it all away. <laughs>
2: They had the symphony set up and they were recording
0: of Do you think that's why it was a silent film? Is because they couldn't get audio. It was just so windy.
4: And that was a clip.
1: (laughs) I really hope it's the one whole story that you told. (laughs) Which
0: whole story? I tell a lot of stories. It's a fun time. We had a good one. our guest today...
4: Who you've heard already is Mm -hmm. James Wagner. I think
0: I got introduced by Sam twice. He just got introduced. I'm so nice. I was introduced twice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, go for it, Molly.
1: James Wagner. James
0: Wagner. Do you see? I'm anticipating I'm already going to tell one story, and I think it's going to delight Molly. Should I already tell as an introduction the one one story that
1: Molly
4: wants?
0: Do we want to tell
2: now or wait until we actually dive into the movie? no let's do it now
4: well what's the story
0: it's, the it's about drinking yeah right? it's a drinking story let's i feel like it's a yeah. good Go introduction story is good so i feel like half of this <laughs> half of this podcast is about horror but then the other half titularly is about being tipsy and being drunk yeah so i feel like this is a titular tipsy the titular tipsy of terror um i think like that's a new ride at disney world <laughs> god can you imagine being drunk on that ride that would suck
3: Ugh.
0: Uh, anyways i would throw up anyways um the um so the one story that i know molly really likes is um when i <laughs> turned 21 uh my family doesn't really drink alcohol and so it was like the first time i had ever like bought alcohol like i had drank before like on to party stuff like that but it was the first time i had ever purchased alcohol and i was uh cheapskate because i wasn't making that much money at the time
2: i know the story and
0: um <laughs> and so i was like okay when i turn 21 i am going to buy alcohol because i would like to be Able to know that I can find a drink at a party, right? And so, I think I actually ran into Harish at the Kroger liquor store. And I was like, Hey, man, what do you get for like alcohol? And you're like, I, you know, just like usually I buy vodka or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Like, tell, right? whatever, like, oh, pat- that yeah, that's drink. like classic, like college Harish drink, yeah. <laughs> um, but the um, he's like, You know, just like whatever, like, I choose vodka because one Dan Harmon drank vodka, but also <laughs> two because like it's the easiest to disguise with a mixer, right? And so, he's like, Just like. I think I would get vodka. I was like, all right, cool. And so I looked at the vodka section and I was like, yeah, these are good. But like, I really want to disguise it more. So I bought cherry vodka, which is like the worst decision you could yeah, possibly ex- make. Yeah. Because the cherry vodka didn't even taste like fun, like medicine cherry. It tasted like even worse bullshit cherry. Like somebody who had been told what a cherry tastes like is like, fuck it. Let make let's make it cheaper. Right. Um, and so... I get this cherry vodka and I taste it and it's fucking terrible. So what I was doing for a while was I was going to parties and I would take like three or four shots of it to like pregame. And then by the time I got to the party, I was drunk enough to like, I didn't care what any of the things that were there tasted like. And so eventually I got fucking tired of this, you know, fucking bullshit cherry vodka. And so I was like... I was going to a party, and there's two things you do before a party. You eat because you need a full stomach to absorb alcohol, and two, you pregame because I'm a cheap ass. Yeah. And so what I did was this brilliant idea that I was like, why hasn't anybody thought of this before? I had Kroger brand ravioli from a can. I put it in a bowl, and then I poured, like three-ish shots of (laughs) cherry vodka in it. And my brain was like, look, one, there are cherry tomatoes. So that makes sense. But then two, (laughs) like, I feel like... Vodka sauce. Vodka sauce. I think the last time I told this story, I said, you mean vodka sauce? Right. Um, And so like... (laughs) I was like, "This is like a genius," and I put it in the microwave to heat it. Because of course, I put it in the fucking microwave. <laughs> I was in a I was in a studio apartment. Of course, this had to be sadder. Um, and so I was heating it up, and in my brain this whole time, I was like. This is the future of drinking. Like, why hasn't anybody done this before? <laughs> gotten drunk from vodka sauce. Like, why hasn't anybody put, like, legitimate also, alcohol in Also, When food? you cook
2: alcohol, doesn't it cook the yes. alcohol? Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> when you properly, like, a lot of times, like flambe, where you yeah. put, like, a little bur- bourbon or something like that, or 151 in, and you'll tip it over so that way it catches on a fire it's mostly for show but it does cook off the alcohol and that's what gives it you know the (laughs) sweetness without the actual taste of the alcohol but this was like i still wanted to get drunk like the purpose of this was to be like an alcoholic without being an alcoholic (laughs) right and so i take it out of the microwave and i eat it and it tastes entirely like vodka mixed with ravioli it was so gross uh but i ate all of it (laughs) did it work (laughs) Yeah, it worked. (laughs) I mean, I got drunk. Like, I mean, it was vodka that had been uncooked, so it was still vodka. I think the way (laughs) I ended up eating it was, uh, like, the classic, like, oh, you're so college. It was, like, fucking covered in sriracha. Uh, And, like, so that way, the only thing I tasted was sriracha. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's my, the first half of this.
1: Oh, my God. I'm so glad we have that recorded so mm-hmm. I can
0: go back and listen to it. Anytime you need a little pick me up, every time you're feeling bad about yourself, you can just listen to that and be like, wow, I wasn't that sad. Yeah.
1: I ask James to tell this story every time I see you at a party.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it's anytime. You... So, like, we'll be like going, like, the last time it happened, I'm sure a friend of the podcast, Maddie. And oh, yeah. we were uh, walking to a store to buy various liquids that we would consume and piss. we yeah piss piss and come <laughs> okay <laughs> look you lead me down a hallway i'm gonna go down it um and so and you know you're like maddie have you heard james's ravioli story and she's like no and you're like there you go james time to
2: tell <laughs> it I was like, all right here we go <laughs> all right I'm so sorry. i love hearing it it's so good with that let's head into our first segment
4: first segment so what we do our first segment is below the bar trivia oh my God, I hate is that. Is the name. title you did segment. it i know and i'm the designated driver which means i'm the trivia host and then whoever loses this has to finish the drink or whatever the winner wants to do <laughs> That's basically the rules. Mm-hmm. You have
0: to uh, go out to a store and get pissing. Companies. Everyone
4: have their buzzer noises.
2: Mine is buzz, duh. Because
0: you're a loser. Yes, I am. Uh, mine is silence with uh, subtitles. <laughs> I'll just say subtitles. I'm
2: going to look over and I just see a subtitle pop up in front of James.
0: <laughs> you don't know what That's I'm capable of. That's too many of.
2: cook shit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, mine is going to be yeet that coffin. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Okay, Um, so first question um, is, what inspired this movie? Okay, (laughs) Okay. option A, a dream that the director had, option B, a story from a farmer that was told to the director, (laughs) option C, he just saw the cabinet of Dr. Caligari and was like, I want to make a movie and then decided to adapt to um, Dracula.
1: Yeet that coffin! Yes. B. Farmer.
4: Story from a Farmer. Yeah. Damn that's God. true.
1: What?
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, that's the right. I thought answer. for sure it was C. <laughs> he was at a farmer's market getting like fucking
4: parsnips or something. Um, I didn't read the fourth option, which is
0: a oh, really sorry. cool
4: song. The fourth option was a really cool song. It was that whole um overture. <laughs> it was yeah. fake. Um, but uh, give me one second and I will find
0: one Mississippi.
4: I was gonna do it, and I was like, it's I'm not gonna be that
2: person. Right.
0: Okay, look, you um, have to be on this podcast a lot more, so, so I understand.
4: uh Uh. uh Grau had had the idea to shoot a vampire film, the inspiration of which had risen from a war Uh experience. In the winter of 1916, a Serbian farmer had told him that his father was a vampire and one of the undead.
2: (gasps) Oh, I Um, thought this was like... I bet that's true. I
0: I read a story in a book, but this was like, yo, my dad was a vampire.
4: (laughs) Yeah, um... Uh, it was actually no. Okay, so it was actually one of the people who produced the movie. Um, one of the uh, founders of pra- Prana Film, which was the film studio. Hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> his name was Albin Grau, who was an occultist slash artist. And then <laughs> I'm into um, it.
0: Yo, I'm into that hyphenate. He you was know the Donald one. Glover's a multi hyphenate. I would love to be an occultist multi hyphenate. Hell oh,
4: yeah, occultist vibe. artist. That's my goal. Um, anyway, it was his story of the farmer. Anyway, so uh, Molly gets that one point. Hello. Question two. Which of these is true about the director? Option A, he was afraid of rats. Option B, he believed in vampires for real. Option C, used a metronome to um, make sure like the timing was correct for people's acting. Or D, the director doesn't have an official birth certificate, so no one knows when this person was born. Bzz- uh, subtitle Metronome. Yes, the metronome. I already knew spirit, that. Yeah.
0: No. You knew
2: that? Yeah. I think that's called cheating. It. I uh, don't know how I knew that, but I, I I think I might have learned it from a podcast. Do you smell that, James? Yeah. I smell oh. collusion. Yeah, every time I do good on Harish's uh, trivia...
0: Mm-hmm. It's not like Harish said during the film. He's like, all right, I'm done finding the trivia. <laughs> yeah. You better get some trivia going,
2: boy. I got it already.
4: Look <gasps> you. Prepared. I huh? just did it. Like, what we we're just now. We're now prepared carefully. There were sketches that were to correspond for exactly each film scene, and he uses a metronome to control the pace of the acting.
2: I actually think that a lot of old-timey directors use yeah. metronomes because of... Um, they had to like yeah. do the actual motions and the metronome helped keep the motion going for yeah, like was recording. Ha- the, the
0: yeah. camera was hand cranked yeah. so you legitimately had to I be think, consistent yeah. in that sort of thing i
2: think that's how i knew it is because i just knew that a metronome was pretty standard on set
1: that sounds like kind of what they did with baby driver where um uh um edgar wright sent everyone a playlist mm-hmm. and so they could like listen to it and get a feel for when they had to hit like beats on their action because like a lot of it is acted action, like in yeah. tune with the music
0: mm-hmm. yeah and silent film is so specific i mean the version we watched is like most silent film not actually tied to the original music but it is you know it is so tied to that music that it does make sense that it's a metronome
2: uh did you delete your trivia
4: no uh, the last question Okay, so well, okay, so here's the question that I wrote down which I actually don't know if it's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> this might um, be apocryphal. And the question is uh uh all like most versions of the movie that exist today are based on uh, it's basically how many prints were there that were used that survived
2: it definitely said this at the beginning of this movie and yeah. i don't uh, remember
4: <laughs> because there were a lot of numbers. so um the movie the studio prana film was <laughs> declared bankruptcy after stoker uh, bram stoker's the family estate, sued them um Florence stoker his widow sued for copyright infringement and won the court ordered all existing prints of Nosferatu burned, but oh man, so this many prints survived. Biz. how many? Yes. Four. False. Damn it. The options are A, uh, thirty-five, B, seven, um, C, fifteen, or D, one. Beep.
1: Yeah. Yeet that coffin. Seven.
4: No. James.
0: All right, that was me buzzing you with my silence. <laughs> Um,
1: it's not seven or four, or wasn't even an option. Yeah, four you was
0: know what?
4: Option.
1: Let's go
0: like a fun little game. Let's go. Let's go one.
4: Well, one is the answer, but I don't know if this is correct. But according it's to correct. Wikipedia, it says the court ordered all existing prints of Nosferatu bor- burned, but one purported print of the film had already been distributed around the world. This print was duplicated over the years, kept alive by cult following, making it an example of an early cult film.
2: Can you imagine, like, doing this huge amount of work, making this, like, piece of art, (sighs) and then having a court order say, burn it all?
4: Yeah, they're all gone. (laughs) Not,
2: like, pay them some money, or, like, give them some, burn it. Okay,
4: (laughs) this is the tiebreaker,
2: okay? Oh, yeah, we all have one.
4: (laughs) Everyone has one point. Tiebreaker. How many times closest without going oh, over? I know it. One. How many times does Count Orlac blink on screen? Bizz. Yeah. Zero. False.
1: Damn it. Yeet that coffin. Is it one?
4: Yeah,
0: it's one. God damn it.
1: Even though James said it.
0: Did I, I did say one did, but you, did
1: you know what I, it was the no, question was oh I, I knew what the question no was I'll I'll that that how one.
0: many <laughs> i'll give that to molly that's like she the, definitely... the, the
1: trivia
2: when for he this said movie how many times i was like oh it's gonna be the blinking thing and i genuinely thought it was zero no, he, no it's like once in its own count
4: orlark is only seen blinking once on screen near the end of act one yeah yeah
1: he's
2: pretending to be I a knew human,
1: human. Oh,
4: did you know okay. that ask?
1: i did i actually did molly you won
0: <gasps> congratulations molly
1: Oh, my God. Is there a song that
0: goes along with this? No. No. I haven't won
1: in a while.
0: Do you Um, want me to sing a Have any of us won in a while? All right. Here we go, Molly. Here's your song for winning. Molly, you've won this round. Next time, maybe you'll win a round. Again. (laughs) there we go That's
1: what a it. beautiful song so, thank you james you're welcome do you I want to that.
4: make other people finish their drinks yes or mine's empty oh god i have so you much more drink you gotta finish your drink you um, can do it over time so while yeah. you guys are finishing your drinks as molly has suggested i'll read some other <laughs> trivia from uh, imtv uh this movie is in the music video for under Brett pressure along with battleship potemkin mm. and dr jekyll and mr hyde mm-hmm. Um, this is this was selected by the Vatican in the art category of its list of 45 great films. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's awesome.
4: Knowing
0: the um, Vatican, that just
1: proves that the Vatican is really just a city of vampires. They
4: they know something's up if they're like, okay,
0: yeah, this one, this one got it.
4: Many of many scenes featuring Count Orlock were filmed during the day, and when viewed in black and white, this becomes very obvious the potential bro- blooper is corrected when the official versions of the movie are tinted blue mm-hmm. to represent night the creature, oh we, we said this during the movie, the werewolf is actually a striped hyena <laughs> what a cute
3: werewolf <laughs> is
4: that a hyena? <laughs> yeah, yeah that's definitely like that was in the IMDB trivia it's it's a hyena
2: where'd they get one of those?
4: the movie was banned in Sweden due to excessive horror, the ban was lifted in 1972
2: <laughs> wow, 22.
1: Yeah, that's way this too movie late.
4: movie came out in 22, 1922.
1: 50 year ban, baby. Yeah. Do you talk wonder if about a video nasty? You wonder mm-hmm. if that's something yes. like
4: like a
0: local store was like, hey, why don't we show Nosferatu? Like that's a classic horror film. They're like, oh, actually, we can't, we can't show that one. It's banned here. And it's like, probably
2: one of those things where they just forgot that it was a like, law.
0: What? And they're like, yeah, we we can't show this thing. And then like they like signed a petition. And then the, all the lawmakers were like, oh, this old movie. Yeah, sure, let's show that thing.
4: Uh, The film takes place in 1838. Uh, According to Werner Herzog, um, this is the greatest German film ever made. Werner Herzog, who directed the remake... No, Svaratu the vampire Mm.
1: who also we talked about was it do we talk about him in our possession episode yeah probably
4: yeah um yes Werner Herzog very interesting director uh yeah that's basically most of the trivia Count Orlock does not appear until 21 minutes into the film which I guess not that great (laughs) of a trivia fact that's a visible by seven but (laughs) yes um yeah so basically this movie was just like a ripoff of dracula they changed all mm-hmm. the names because they didn't <laughs> get the rights and then they got sued by the estate of bram stoker what? and they had to destroy all copies of the f- movie except for one which survived and became a cult film because mm-hmm. of that but it's
2: potentially I love that this is a cult movie
1: <laughs> yeah all right are we ready there? So- did you guys bring that teapot or is that mine I believe it's yours. What? It's... We didn't bring
4: a pot. I didn't
1: bring a pot. <laughs> I don't either. Even... How? It's been there for months. though. It has. Are Recap time. All right. So who's who?
4: Recap time.
1: You're Ellen. And this is I'm a Ellen. silent movie, so we will not be talking <laughs> for the entire <laughs> seven. Do you know And
0: then a hundred years yeah, later, I mean, they'll add a score. emotionally,
2: always. You... But did you, you say? You Molly say wanted I wanted to be
0: count or um, Did you say you wanted to be? I'll do be knock.
2: Knock. What does that leave me? I think you're nutter. Hutter?
0: Young wife. Nutter. Nutter. <laughs> no, it's H- Hutter. Is it Hutter?
2: Yeah, I think it said in the credits that it
1: was Hutter. And it's young wife Ellen. You're I'll Nutter. be Nutter. Wait, who's um Buster? Who's is
2: Buster, Buster
1: is. Nutter. Oh wait.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, the rabbit yes. from Arthur. Um, uh, the
0: Nutter. The, it was Hutter. The, Hutter, well, it's
2: me. There's
0: also the Van Helsing character. The Van
4: Helsing character. whose
0: Who's you name should starts be him? Be.
2: Uh, Harish, because. You're only knock, and knock's not a huge. Yeah,
4: I'll be knock, and his name is Professor Bulwer. Yes, yeah, that's right. In this. Buster. Buster <laughs> Big Buster. Um, and then we'll, the up, we'll pick up the rest of the characters Buster when nut. we have to get to them.
2: <laughs> All right, we're ready. Um, are you seven minutes?
4: Do you have a timer? We're
2: starting, starting the whole movie. Mm, no. Um. It's I have a job. Hutter. <laughs> Me, that's, that's
0: your him.
2: hunter. Yes. Yeah, um, uh, I am. So hey,
0: a, what? Wait, we I love s- each other. Yeah, we love each other so very much, and we are betrothed, but we have definitely not had sex
4: hey it's me Nuck, the landowner slash whatever okay. and i'm like hey there's this guy um in the land of thieves and phantoms mm-hmm. who's um named count orlock and he wants to buy a house so you should go over there and sell him the house across from you
2: i am way too excited to do this do it
4: okay that's so it So now
2: i'm gonna go tell ellen and i'm going to the land of thieves and phantoms Bye. <laughs>
0: but the silent version of that and she's shocked and she just stares into the camera and then i
2: go and i'm like on my journey and i could
0: buy for 45 minutes
2: and then i so i stop stop in in this town and everyone's like and i'm like i'm gonna go visit count orlock and everyone's like everyone
0: i'm I'm the the villager with that ridiculous mustache (laughs) and i slowly come over to you like it seriously takes 10 seconds (laughs) You shouldn't go,
2: (laughs) but I'm going anyways. I take these. Well, there's a
4: werewolf in town, so Uh, watch out for that guy. And And also, he gives you you a book.
2: Yeah, so I take the book, and then I go, and my carriage people. The book talks about
4: Nosferatu's.
2: Why don't I do that? Never mind. The book talks about Nosferatu's. Anyways, and then you go. I go. The carriage people don't want to go much further, so I go by myself until I'm picked up by.
1: Well, well, well. It's me, Count Orlok. I would like the house, please. Okay,
2: so we go back to your place. I um, We we must party. And then, for I only sleep in the day. But so then we're signing paperwork, and I pull it out, and then my love, my, my betrothed mm, Ellen's picture comes look out. Look at my
0: neck. Ooh,
2: what a hot piece of ass.
0: Mm, <laughs> no, look at my neck.
1: I would like to see her buns.
0: Mm, no, look at that neck. So
1: then... You get
2: kind of creepy, and I'm neck. like, eh, and then... Then you bleed, and I'm like... Yeah, and so then I wake delicious. up the next day after some spooky stuff. I try peep on you. And then I've got these two holes in my neck, and I write this letter to Ellen, and I'm like, this place is spooky, don't fret, I've been bitten by mosquitoes, and I send the letter away, and then I start heading home, right?
4: No, yeah. and then you see... Uh, oh. It's the nighttime, and you see. I, lim-
2: I am piling zik coffins. <sighs> oh wait, and yeah, i writing off on Zik Harry. First, oh, I no, yeah. see you in a coffin, and I'm like, "Oh, I am well, that's in fucked ze up." Coffin. But then the next day, and so now. And then we're...
4: cut to: uh, I am introduced, and I'm Professor Bulwer, and I'm teaching my students about uh, carnivorous plants and um, uh, other stuff. Uh, but uh, actually, and they're much like vampires. But mm-hmm. uh, before that, I awake
0: from a slumber, and I'm like, man. There's something out in the distance. There's some vision I'm having about a vampire. It is me. Ooh, and I'm real horned up. I'm so horned up, I want to walk on my balcony railing.
2: I'd like to hypnotize you. And then Mm. somebody grabs you and pulls you down. Oh,
0: oh, sorry, I'll go back to sewing or something.
4: And then meanwhile, it's me, Nock, the landowner, and I'm... Being like, oh, I'm creepy and I gotta go to the mental hospital because I'm just acting weird and I'm eating insects now.
1: So now, boats. boats. I'm on ze boats, motherfuckers. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and I'm still eating insects and I'm looking, oh, there's a spider and it's hungry. And, and now I'm there's a lot
2: it. of disease spreading on and the, boat. on the mm-hmm. boats and our whole crew dies. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. your whole crew dies. I think I'm ahead. Right, I I kill I'm the, the crew dies.
4: Yeah, and there's just the first mate. And then the ship has a new captain.
2: It is I. The ship of death has a new captain. Okay,
4: the ship <laughs> makes it. And meanwhile, you're uh, worrying about your... Husband. Oh,
0: yes. I, I, I received this letter and... um, Oh, mosquito bites. Oh, that seems suspicious. I'm glad we showed the audience that twice.
2: <laughs> so...
4: And then meanwhile, I'm also getting crazier inside the mental asylum and then uh, the ship lands yeah
2: and I'm not really much part of this story and you're doing nothing
4: and then finally you decide to get him go Yeah, well no you broke your legs
2: oh yeah something like that
4: I go home (laughs) it takes a while for you to start going home Mm -hmm. anyway Count Orlok is on on the mainland now I
1: am on the land and I am ready to rage (laughs) Now you got that house, and, then and I have the house, to the house. And I would like to eat the people of then, the town. Whoa,
4: and then me. um there's like a there's like a warning about the plague because the ship uh everyone died on the ship, and so like the town sends out a warning about the plague. Watch out, guys! And then everyone blames me, not nah, because I'm just acting crazy. People always blame the people with mental illnesses. And then anyway, you get up on that roof. I go running.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Basic midsummer
2: reference.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm running, running away, and then they capture me eventually, and then cut so, to I'm, uh, back.
2: I'm back at home with my sweet Ellen. That's me. And we, I love you. I love you too. I don't remember what else we do.
4: And then in the book, you guys, you. Oh yeah, oh, you yeah. read she, the book. She reads the book. I read
0: because I'm literate. And I can I see that, that um, the only way to capture a vampire or uh, protect us against the vampire is to keep it distracted with my virginity throughout the night. And so until
4: I, the first crow of, of the a cock,
0: cock. <laughs> um, so technically the second crow, if we're talking about Nosferatu, yes. <laughs> um, and so I get like real nineteen. 20 sexy and wear like a robe.
1: <laughs> and then and I see
0: nosferatu I
1: I creep up this stairs cuz I'm like Ooh, hoo, hoo! And I'm Tee-hee, a woman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'm like, oh. "And I
1: would like to take you away."
0: And I'm like, "Ooh, come grab my titty with your shadow." <laughs> and
1: my shadow grabs his zi- titty. And I go, "Ooh."
2: And cut I'm like, to, oh, we are getting very horny here.
4: Cut to everyone's chasing me, knock, and then I die or something. You,
2: no, you, your curse gets lifted.
4: Uh, oh, wait. No, everyone's chasing me and then they capture me. And then cut back to it's the morning now.
1: It is the daybreak and I have, oh, no, I have been tricked. And I go into the light and I fade into the pile of dust for I am a vampire.
2: And now. And I'm saved. You're Mr. safe. Knock. And I'm safe, Ellen. Mm
4: -hmm. And then a nice little. And then it's me, Mr. (laughs) Professor (laughs) Bulwer, and I did nothing in this movie so far, but you um, get the last (laughs) shot. I'm just here and just celebrating the good times.
2: And that's the movie. That's (laughs) the movie. (laughs) Yeah. What a great film.
4: What a great. No what a wonderful
2: I movie <laughs> i like, watch with friends i like the, the voice you gave him it's <laughs> very funny so, thank you all right let's get into it so, uh james we usually like mm-hmm. to start with asking our oh, guests me. why they chose their film
0: um so i'm a little bit of what you would call a pansy <laughs> um and <laughs> i'm not a big horror like film because it's it spooks me uh, um like i i know enough about horror that i can appreciate it as like a film form mm-hmm. like i understand the one tropes but also too like why these tropes and kind of the just general film kind of theory behind those sorts of things but it's not for me like i understand yeah. that it's not for me you just don't like scary movies. i just don't like getting scared like why yeah. would i why would i pay to get scared no <laughs> um like the real life scares me <laughs> i'm like jesse eisenberg in that new karate movie
1: like i'm just <laughs> so always scared much jesse eisenberg <laughs> yeah <laughs> from the side he
0: kind of looks like jesse
4: eisenberg <laughs>
2: The side, she kind of looks like Jess Getzberg. <laughs> that cat is the star of this film.
4: Everyone in 1920s Germany looks like
2: Jess Getzberg. <laughs> <Pittsburgh. laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, So I was thinking of, like, okay, what is a, like, fun film? And at first, like, because it's, like, a kind of comedy podcast, like, what if I do, like, a horror comedy? But I was, like, I also don't know enough about horror to really support myself doing a horror comedy. So I was, like, what if I go the opposite direction and do, like, the earliest horror film I can think of? Yeah. And so part of the reason I picked this is because Molly and I had a class... That we uh, watched Nosferatu, in. and so I picked this one because it's like this is like the OG horror film. Besides that train coming towards the station, the, the train. train, yeah, like it goes that one, this one, and then like whatever, Caligari. whatever they make now, like Blair Witch, is that the new one?
4: <laughs> that's the latest horror <laughs> the movie. Latest yes, horror. That's great. You heard I it here, laughed, <laughs> folks.
0: I laughed all the way through Midsummer. So
4: <laughs> it
2: was a hilarious
0: oh, film. It's just it honestly, it is kind
4: of funny. It's,
2: no, it's a pretty funny hilarious. film,
3: it but is also very yeah, funny.
4: yeah.
2: Um okay. So
4: what's your history on this?
2: My history, I took um uh, First of all, as you all know, I'm fucking obsessed with vampires and I know uh, most of the lore, not all of it, but I know a lot of vampire lore. And um I took a class I think my sophomore year of college that it was about monsters It was literally about monster stories. And what we would do is we would read a book. A- we had like different segments. So we did zombies. Um, we had a whole segment about just Frankenstein's monster. We did um, vampires. Um, we did ghosts. And um, then we did like like humans being the monster kind of type thing at the end of it
0: the ultimate monster yeah
2: the humans. ultimate monster and um in the vampire mm. section we read dracula even though i didn't read it all the way i pretty much clips notes it because it's a really long book and i had like a week and a half to read it and uh then we watched this all the way through we watched Br- or we watched dracula from 1931 i think is the year all the way through and then we watched clips of the um Werner Herzog uh Nosferatu and clips of one other oh and then we watched i am legend and read i am legend which is crazy but that's vampire films um but so i've seen this movie all the way through and i really liked it and i still really like it but uh it's half ship and that's my one complaint but we'll get into that later but yeah so I, i watched it for college and uh read the source material yeah so james mentioned
1: that we took a silent film class together um what james failed to mention is that i dropped the class really early on and, um
0: I think I dropped it about two weeks after you dropped it <laughs> so, yeah like,
1: <laughs> I also didn't watch this so to like backtrack I really love German expressionism mm-hmm. it's like one of my favorite film genres just stylistically I love learning about it and talking about it but this is the one I think I thought I had seen it and then realized I had it and then didn't want to go back and watch it I just yeah. like I've never been in the mood to sit down and watch it yeah. so I watched it for the first time today even though I've claim to have watched it for a number of classes
0: <laughs> but i also yeah, I understand, understand that for like molly's sake of like you saying you've watched a film even though you really haven't because especially in like a lot of film classes it's like i i know what the discourse right. around a film is right. i yeah. i haven't watched it yet but i've seen clips it's, i've talked about it i know enough I've about this stuff movie, about it that like, like
2: to get by it's the yeah. portlandia dr caligari sketch if you guys have seen it yeah. where yeah. it's like the curse
4: Uh, Like,
2: you have to watch it. It, There's a great sketch about it. Oh, shit. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but it's like this.
4: I've never watched this movie before, and Mm -hmm. this is the first time even, like, watching it at all for me, and I thought it was great. (laughs) It was cool. Yeah,
0: so I didn't say how much I had watched it. I watched an hour of it for the class, and it was like, I don't even think an hour. I think I watched the f- up to act two. And I was like, there's so much I got boat in-, in
1: act two. Yeah. So much boat. So
0: like, much I work. was like, yeah. I, I've got enough to talk about tomorrow at class. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. So, I will
1: say though, of like the I,
0: first full watch through
1: what I would consider the big three in German expressionism um, are Cabinet cabinet, Dr. Caligari, mm-hmm. Nosferatu and Metropolis. Yeah. Or like what I think of,
0: I would almost there's
1: like M and
0: yeah, I was going to say I would include M, but yeah. M, yes.
1: I'd say M's, like, fourth. Yeah. But, um...
0: Oh, no, I would put this over Nosferatu in terms of expressionism. Not necessarily German film, but, yeah.
1: This is more horror. I don't know. Yeah. But I would say this is, like, maybe my least favorite, only because I really like the other two. Yeah. I love this
4: movie. But, like... This is good. Yeah, I liked it, too.
1: But, no, that's valid. I love, um... Can we talk about like German Expressionism? Sure. No. Yeah,
0: go yeah, ham, dude. Yeah, go ahead, dude. Let's talk about it. I I'm love, ready for it.
1: So, German Expressionism, for those of you listening, if you don't know, um, I'm not trying to be an asshole. Like, it's actually really. No,
4: I don't know what it is. So, oh, you really? explain it to me. Yes, go for I it. I learned about
2: this um, in my monsters class.
1: Early um, German film movement, like right before World War One.
4: Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Well, the, yeah. This of, would have been after, because it was but, 1922. Um, German
0: Expressionism started before, like, the general art movement started yeah. before and continued through, especially after the horrors of World War One. Okay, but And it was,
1: like, kind of around this time where people were, like, very angry and, like, mm-hmm. depressed and sad, so a lot of yeah. the art was very dark and, like, motivated by, like, these negative emotions. Very so, chaotic. Yeah. Um, a, lot, a lot of themes about, like, distrusting authority yeah, and, like, anti-government. That, yeah right and um so like stylistically german expressionist movies are very like based in contrast between like light and dark Mm -hmm. and shadow Mm -hmm. and brightness and thematically too it's like visually and thematically like they line up really well between like the good and the bad and the light and the dark and this is shadow and this is good and like the good always wins or does it
0: Mm -hmm. let's find
1: out watch the movie yeah Um, and
0: it really contrasts with it's i think fairly well documented that it's one of the first like movements away from like realism of like Mm -hmm. early cinema that like early cinema is like we joked about the train coming at the station is very realistic like the um lumiere's was a very which is like the first people that really were doing film stuff and even like thomas edison was very much like let's just set up a camera and just watch it because it's this marvel of this thing Mm -hmm. um and even with like uh milliers which is a trip to the moon it was very fantastical but it was very much about like what physically camera camera do and i think german expressionism is like okay we understand what a camera can do but how can we like make what can it do with a
1: narrative what can
0: we do with a narrative what can we do with like the aesthetics of a film and german like german expressionism is that first real try of like hey like abstraction for like picasso stuff which was like hey how do we express the human face in a different way that's like the right picasso's big thing is yeah so with expressionism is how can we make film like expressive and so you know,
1: aesthetically like a lot of overacting and dramatization mm-hmm, of the actors right. and all the actors have like this like really dark eye makeup and like mm-hmm. contrast in their makeup to make them look more dramatic and like right. it's like the flailing about and like what you were saying when the woman like is like <gasps> like yeah. when she finds yeah. out her husband is going to sell it's a house it's very
0: dramatic it's uh. a lot of the sets are like these um it's like it's,
1: theater it's all built stuff yeah. too that's the like big thing it sets. comes from a,
0: a theatrical tradition mm-hmm. okay um that it's it's very closely cla- it's very it's also maybe one of the first times you can tie a film movement to an artistic movement mm-hmm. of like it's the first time they're like hey us painters us sculptors us you know photographers are doing this very specific thing the film people are also doing this thing like you have with uh, abstraction and like the early avant-garde movement of the 1960s is like these sorts of like, hey, we're also doing this, that sort of thing. Like uh, in like the 1920s, there was also like a big mechanical type thing mm-hmm. uh, like, uh, like uh, with Soviet film where you have like the um, uh, montage you right, know, that montage right, right. theory, that was not just film, that was also photography, that was also art, that was also a lot of other forms of art. It's the same sort of thing with German Expressionism, that it was also a cultural thing. Yeah, the nice. main thing,
1: a lot of contrast that relate to the themes as well, and like very like surrealist mm-hmm. and like nightmarish at times, and that's like reflected in how the film looks and like how yeah. the set looks. Big emphasis on like set design, kind of like what you were saying. Yeah. It's like very artistic and like deliberate right I fucking love this shit yeah. this is and, my favorite unit every like yeah class. and culturally specialism.
0: this uh german was one uh, germany was one of the last european uh countries to get into um industrialism and okay. so um they they're in the 1920s post-world war one like they had already started to get like industrialized moving towards cities urbanization but this is where you really start seeing that fear and you also see in movies like m and like uh, uh cabinet of caligari where there's this huge distrust of the urban center of like the city itself and why people are so close together that sort of thing yeah and you don't quite see this in this film but there is some of and i'm sure we'll talk about it later with some of the kind of like theoretical and analytical ideas about this movie is like there's, you know, a lot of, of, like, scaredness about the outside and about right. the foreignness of yeah. Nosferatu or whatever Count O'Lock or whatever his name right. is. Right. Well,
1: let's... And this has been German Expressionism with yeah. Molly and James. <laughs> it's a great...
0: Guys, watch M or Dr. Er, Cabinet of Dr. Calgary. Yeah. If you've never watch seen... Watch
1: Metropolis, Yeah, yo. if you've <laughs> never
0: seen a silent film... Like, seriously, go watch this. Caligari those.
1: Those is, like, the... I would say, like, the one. Oh, like, yeah. it hits all, like, the boxes. This is the Portlandia yes, gotcha. sketch. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> well... I love this shit. Let's talk about... But watch um, Metropolis. Yeah.
4: So, you, Samantha, you said that you had some analysis from a film class that mm. you took about what... Six. And we <laughs> talked about this a lot during the film. Count Orlok <laughs> okay. was supposed to represent. So...
2: It's not necessarily meaning that he's supposed to represent this. My professor just happened to point out that he looks like a dick.
3: <laughs>
2: and he does. <laughs> and that thing is, the, the source material of this movie is Bram Stoker's Dracula. That is the story that this movie is telling. They just changed the names, basically. Yeah. And called it Nosferatu. Sure. It is Bram Stoker's Dracula, essentially. Um, but in Bram Stoker's Dracula, he does not. he's not bald. They chose to make him look like that. They made him look like a penis. Um, but I don't... That could have just been like a subconscious thing, you know? But it's just... It's very... It was very fondly pointed out by my, my professor. That being said, um, this movie is a great example because uh, I, I love talking about vampires and I love talking about sex and this is a... Uh, there's a good crossover. Um,
0: Real double right there. Oh,
2: yeah. So, basically, a lot of people like to shit on vampires and vampire movies and stuff because they're basically like... It's just teens getting off to this these, like, sexy vampires. You know, vampires are supposed to be scary. They're not supposed to be sexy. And that's wrong. Vampires have always supposed to have been, have been sexy. Hell oh, for sure. Including yes. yeah. yeah. this iteration of him. Because think about a vampire in general. Creature of the night. Mm. What happens at night? Fucking. Fucking. <laughs> they penetrate. Oh, I just spit popcorn. You just Sorry. yelled the word penetrate, by <laughs> the way. They penetrate their victims, guys. They literally oh, yeah, they penetrate, do, by biting they <laughs> penetrate their victims.
0: It's an oral thing, too, because it's biting. Yeah,
2: vampires fuck. They fuck. No, and then also, like, w- when vampires were first kind of conceived as, like, a like a storytelling, like, monster and stuff like that, think about it, like, sex was not really, like, spoken about. Sure. So they've always kind of been this representation of, like, the um untold, like, secret things that happen at night. Mm-hmm. And like I mentioned earlier when we were recording, like, a very early um, vampire whose fucking name it starts with a C, and I cannot remember what it's called, what her name is. Um, her story kind of has like really heavy, like lesbian things in it. And she was like, like, second or third, like, really big famous vampire. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so mad that I can't remember her name. But um, she, like, her whole thing is like going after this young girl. And uh so there's always been like a lot of sexual tones and even with this one count orlac is fucking ugly as shit but like you have like with ellen her like draw to him mm-hmm. and even just um,
0: undeniable draw yeah, that she has toward that character and there's right. just like this
2: like sexual Camilla? feeling carmilla. carmilla carmilla oh i wrote a whole fucking screenplay based on that name carmilla
4: um, the original female not, why did i not
2: forget <laughs> i literally have a whole screenplay about her um but, like, she has this, like, draw toward, towards mm-hmm. him, and it's it's a very sexual-feeling draw that you're watching in this. He literally grabs her tit with his shadow. Like, mm-hmm. I know oh, yeah, like our yeah, yeah, it's, like, her heart thing. It's her tit. Ooh,
0: look where that hand's going. Oh, the teddy! He
2: grabs, oh, yeah. grabs her tit!
0: She has been so undersexed. That she immediately came.
2: Um, so oh, like,
4: Carmilla was predating Bram Service yeah, Dracula. Yeah, one of the
2: earliest versions of a vampire. 19-
4: 1872.
2: Yeah. My big, like, so I love this, I like this talking about this movie because it's like, it's an example of like, I hate when people shit on vampire stuff because it's like belittled because one, it's beloved by women. And sure, yeah. Two, like, vampires have always been sexy even if they're scary like they're always sexy they're always about sex that's literally like why their stories were invented the guy who created one of the first what's his name um fucking percy shelley um he wrote one of the first vampire stories Really? Um, yeah the vampire that's no that's that's not percy shelley it's the other guy that was in that contest the one that where mary (laughs)
4: lord byron
2: (laughs) it was either byron or shelley one of them wrote a vampire story and they were horny as fuck. They were just having like threesomes all the time while on like
4: Oh, for sure. Sh- yeah. Like
2: drugs. Like this is the entire history of vampires is about sex. John
4: so. William Polidori? No. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. John William Polidori, he wrote uh the vampire, as a part of a contest between Polidori, Mary Shelley, Lord Byron, and Percy Shelley.
2: There we go. It was the yeah, other what guy. What a
4: time <laughs> of literature!
0: <laughs> exactly. wow. It was like it was, it was, let's trying just... to outdo each other, and and that was and vampires. They came literally. Out of that they that literally, was 1816. Yeah, they were even literally before just Carmilla on
2: drugs fucking each other and then they were like hey let's write a scary story contest wow. and that's how we got frankenstein and vampires
4: i had no idea there were so many vampires before dracula yes yeah. dude. I thought dracula was the original no Same. no no no, wow. no he's
2: not the original well, vampire. everybody knows that keanu reeves is the original
3: <laughs> vampire <laughs> and
2: no According he's actually to- jonathan harker because he plays jonathan harker in bram stoker's dracula from 2000 i think is when the what? year yeah. where gary oldman <laughs> is
0: gary dracula oldman. <laughs> talking
1: about like
2: Actual Ellie's oh, actually on a
1: real.
0: Also according to vampire. this film, so is Jesse Eisenberg.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Cecily Strong. <laughs> yeah, Cecily Strong
0: is but she's just like a regular late like, she's Ellen.
1: I cannot believe that vampires are so hot. Yeah. And they just get shit on mercilessly. They're yeah. shit on entirely By, like, because old they're... old men who don't like to let
2: people who enjoy Twilight have yeah. fun. Yeah. It's entirely because of Twilight, which Twilight... Oh, I could analyze Twilight for fucking mm-hmm. days. But um, it's well, literally just because women love vampires. Well, it's the
0: irony of, like, that a lot of vampire movies are about the fear of sexuality mm-hmm. and the fear of... Like, that's a very classic question when you come to analyzing, like, old film is, like, okay so what is this addressing what fear of old white men is this addressing right and a similar thing and kind of not a rebuttal but like a different way of analyzing uh dracula which you see a lot and especially like old cinema is kind of the um xenophobia Xenophobia. the rats see that's the other fucking symbolism for vampires is the foreign problem And so, when you get rats, you know... um, When you you pointed pointed that out, I was like, oh my god. Yeah, Yeah, and and if you look at Nosferatu, like, it's very apparent. It's very apparent in a lot of um, just any film, not just uh, explicitly German film. It's, you know, in Nosferatu, it is a man from an outside country coming... Like a plague, which you see in a lot of like... They literally Nazi, call it a plague. Yeah, well, he brings of, the rats. Yeah, yeah, which you see in a lot of... Like if you look at Nazi propaganda, like Jewish immigration is explicitly tied to plague and like rats. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like that sort of stuff. Um, And that comes from a tradition of German storytelling. Um, and also like, you can't escape that Nosferatu has a very large nose and like, oh, yeah. there is this a kind of explicit caricature like that Like I said, comes they styled that.
2: him on purpose like, the way they did. That is not and how he's described in the book. The Ellen right.
0: character is this young, white, virginal woman who was attracted to this outsider and like, there is this young man who was trying to, his hardest to prevent, who was to initially yeah. like, interested in this sort of thing and then realizes the evil of this outside force and the yeah. town is come, but eventually the town rises up and out tricks the trickster and you know that is a very you know common pattern in you know the xenophobic film and also like a lot of nazi propaganda is that sort of pattern of somebody from the outside comes in and poisons a town yeah um and so yeah so there are with film there are thousands of ways to analyze the thing and I hearing Sam tell her thing because when I was coming to this film I was like this is what I had learned of like xenophobia. this is a lot of silent yeah. film kind of has this sort of undercurrent especially German film has this undercurrent but then hearing Sam saying I was like oh yeah this whole thing is about Fuck. sex and then sex. Sam is being like oh my gosh I didn't see any of that xenophobia it's It's, great. it's like I mean it's a mishmash yeah. Yeah, it's, what inter, I mean, it's what intersexuality that's part of is
4: one thing that you said was that like most of this movie is just on the Boat, which is just the epitome of like uh, xenophobia, is people coming on the boats too.
2: literally how like a solid, I don't know what at least 15 20 minutes of this movie is about a boat.
4: Oh, Oh, for sure. Yeah, (laughs)
2: look at this all boats i'll say boat. it too much
1: boat too, too, too much, much boat,
0: boat. <laughs> molly is out there and she's saying too much boat even in though one of the best like shots the
2: is on the boat because when he's like coming oh, yeah. up and it's like oh yeah there's that there's also
4: the shot of the boat on the water and it's going up and down and you see like the the sea the horizon rising up and down about behind the like mm-hmm. front of the boat and this is i thought was really cool this is
0: thankfully yeah. a movie that's enough
2: boat
4: yeah
0: <laughs> molly molly's quote on this movie really is, just, that's enough boat i
2: really just <laughs> It was too much of that uh, sailor guy that looked like a werewolf. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: But you were like, "Are you gonna? Are you gonna Isn't turn into a, a werewolf?" There's a- there, <laughs> there is the one sailor who looks like very much like a, a literal werewolf. He looks
2: like what's the dude's name? Is it? It's not Lon Chaney that plays the werewolf. Is it the the Universal werewolf guy? This yeah. is exactly what that yeah. guy looked like. Yeah. <laughs> Why does that man look like a werewolf? That <gasps> he Uh-oh. definitely
0: like five. Year- yeah, he's Shakira. <laughs>
2: From she wolf. Oh my god! No, that's the okay. like hyena.
0: No, yeah, the hyena is definitely Shakira. The
2: racist hyena.
0: <laughs> the racist hyena. I
1: think the next logical question. I have two questions. Okay. Mm. Would you fuck a vampire? Yes, Molly. If no, <laughs> what's wrong with you? And then, two would you would you want to be turned into a vampire? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't know.
0: I want to die Even though eventually. I've been
2: thinking about eternal life and how <laughs> shitty that's going to be now. Like, your yeah. life goes... Because, like, a while back, it was like, it can only get better. And now yeah. we're at the point where it's like, it's downhill.
4: <laughs> if it re- I mean, <laughs> I do want to die eventually, but I also, like if you're a vampire then you're mostly the one in control of your dad. well if you're immortal like you can kill you yourself you can kill yourself vampires anytime. can commit suicide
0: you can literally just yeah. walk out
2: in the sun um <laughs> like, oh my god what is that <laughs> oh, you like, can never go to brunch with the girls again
1: though well, oh my god that's true
2: i mean Sorry. you know you just wear a bunch of sleeves bring an umbrella <laughs> um No, but yeah, I would definitely become a vampire. Emily and I, for the, I think I mentioned it on here. We made a pact a long time ago that if one of us was a vampire with the Mm -hmm. other, and we like, we like, we're like serious about that. I don't know if she's still a blood pact. Pretty much, but um, I mean, it would
0: have to be if it's a vampire pact.
2: I like to think of it as like even if like you don't want to stick to life forever, it's like, it gives you a chance to at least do a little more. Like you can get a little more traveling in and like oh, yeah. in vampire, in vampire diaries, in we va- can go
0: to Europe a few times, yeah, you know, just
2: kind of see the world. But in vampire diaries, there's this vampire that's like a one bit character in an episode where he dedicated his whole life. He just keeps getting degrees and like studying new things. That's I'm like, that's pretty fucking cool. Like, and just, he never has
0: he- to pay off his student no, debt because he lives forever.
2: But then he dies because they were in this, um, this restaurant cafe that had these special uv windows so like all vampires hung out there and then this vampire that was mad at the other ones that had his daylight ring on shattered the windows and burned them all
0: oh my (laughs) god spoiler
4: alert
1: sorry
4: here's my question
2: wait can i get in on that pact will you turn into a vampire i'll turn anybody into a vampire okay
4: my question is part of this you turn into a vampire today what's what's your plan of action what do you do
2: what do you mean like what do i do immediately fly or, no you, turn into a you're bat right like away your your
4: immediate plan and then like like how you see the rest of your life turning out
0: okay my immediate plan is go fly home in a bat and then I throw away my garlic just in case. Because like old habits die just hard. In case. That would suck. I wouldn't like, get any Because like I would, totally make like
1: I could never have garlic a, like shrimp again.
0: scampi pasta because that's like my go-to well, meal. You're not eating and, like, anyways, put... guys. <laughs> yeah. What? What? I'm not
2: that's eating so if that's am actually in most in most yeah, lore vampires that. can't even like eat. It'll like yeah. it'll like you'll get sick. No. Okay. Well, you drop a mango crumb. No, you'll like. Projectile vomit. Would it be like giving a 1980s,
1: 19, 1890s German actor a taco? Yes, it would. <laughs> like just disastrous no. consequences. Yeah,
2: like you you can't eat, so it doesn't matter. You're just giving up all. We food. talked
4: about earlier about what would do happen. to that cue,
2: if, if, that clip.
4: If an early German actor got chipotle.
0: Dude, he what would fucking funny. Chipotle do to like a 19, an 1838 German man's stomach? <laughs> I
2: wish sure he would die. Uh, <laughs> I'm, <devastated. laughs> I'm sure they think it was dysentery. He'd have the best time of his life and then a month of like, just. Ailment.
0: Imagine what a fucking avocado <laughs> is to like a German man who saw his father die by being kicked by an oxen. <laughs>
2: Um, You you wouldn't be eating, so you're saving money on food. Save all that money, keep living your life, and then just fucking go move somewhere. I fucking kill the rich. Kill the rich. I fucking go
0: tanning and kill myself. (laughs) Well, I've like had this fantasy. I'd want to get one ticket to your tanning bed.
1: I have a very fair question. If you're turned into a vampire, could you ever poop again?
2: No, because you're not eating.
1: You don't need to poop. So you lose that. I lose all my joy in life. Pooping is one of the best parts of my day.
4: But back to my vampirism okay, fantasy. sorry. Okay, so I turned into a vampire. Yes. Obviously turning Samantha immediately. Thank you. Yeah, and then he was a welcome. couple so, goals right there. I think I would go after a few, like, shitty... Because... We have a bad. few on record. Oh, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. The dude... There was, like, one specific... Yeah, the Who, like, was really shitty okay, very recently. maybe we
2: shouldn't put this out because this is kind of a threat. <laughs> you might want to cut that. You, you're kind of going on record threatening...
4: <laughs> um. This is if I were turned into a vampire. This is what I would do. So this is only a hypothetical case. Okay, OJ. If I were turned into a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> if I were a vampire, here's how I did it. <laughs> You're going to get a Twitter now?
1: <laughs> Put on the glove. Oh, it wasn't me.
4: <laughs> it wasn't me. I'm not a vampire. Uh, I like
2: sorry.
0: Uh,
4: a you can't prove that in a court of law. A, f-
0: a photo of Harish throwing
4: away garlic.
2: <laughs> okay. Continue. But yeah, I think
4: for the You'd rest
0: of my out life. would
2: some
4: people. I would take out some Unspecified people. Unspecified people. Do a bunch of investment <laughs> just for money and then like travel the world for the rest of my life. Yeah. And then... You That's could you could take a risk on Bitcoin. I would, yeah, you, I would just search for serial killers or like um unsolved crimes. You get or smart or for rich like people. Ugh. You know, God, five you're to such ten a years.
2: You get smart for like or you get smart for like five to ten years. And what's that to your life? You know, you're eternal. You make a fuck ton of money. And because you don't need anything, you know what I mean. So you can live very minimally, save up all your money, and then yeah, you can go literally do shit.
0: live in a coffin.
2: Yeah, like you don't need like, shit.
1: And
4: we live low. next to OSU. We could we could break in and find some blood bags very easily. Yeah, the
1: basement apartment in New York where oh. it's less expensive because yeah. like, you need that basement. Yeah, come on. Yeah, it's- and then assuming
2: compulsion's a thing, you can because um, that's kind of a compulsion hypnosis, like you can pretty oh. much go around the world and just kind of tell somebody i live here now and then you fucking live there now like yeah. that's a thing vampires can do
4: i i mean this was just an idea i just had but literally we could just break into osu and steal blood back yeah. and that would be fine yeah so <laughs> that's i think, my you,
2: should, my I think you should leave your thing in there and just bleep who you said oh, you oh for do, sure yeah i'm gonna bleep all, <laughs> okay. a bunch of that but yeah oh, keep it in but <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> yes. did you say
4: the bleep bleep bleep. <laughs> oh, all. <laughs> 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 anyway, um, leftist podcast.
1: All <laughs> are blood sacks. Just waiting. Hey, <laughs> <end. laughs>
4: we, we can leave that in. <laughs> all <laughs> are blood sacks.
2: <sex. laughs> um. So, is it? Do we have more stuff? Do we want to go segments?
4: Oh, um, off well, the record. I.
2: Oh. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hands down. Yeah, Anybody on with the like, record. Anyone I with a suck billion his dick dollars. And <laughs> and then his blood. <laughs> I would suck the blood out of his dick. <laughs> Anyone with a billion dollars
1: will die.
4: <laughs> sure. Yeah. Immediately. Just putting that out A lot there. of
1: charities getting a lot of donations coming <laughs> up. <laughs> God. This segment is just like, who would, we throw, who would we shake down if we were a bunch of <laughs> leftist vampires? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Oh, my God. So, segment time?
4: The only people who deserve to live are service workers. Yes.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Bus drivers anyway. first. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Oh, um, man, I couldn't work the morning shift anymore at my job. Oh, yeah. You I couldn't poop on the clock right in the morning.
4: I did. Um. I mean, this is just my only thought about this, was that this is based on Dracula, the book. Yes. Um, and the book Dracula is actually basically... A book version of found footage because the whole it's thing diaries. is it's diaries and letters oh. and then like notes and stuff. A
2: lot of Vel- Van Helsing.
4: Yeah, but it's it's entirely found. Yeah. Writing like documents. Yeah, found documents is what it is. So I was like, what if this movie was the a found footage movie? Like a Blair Witch Project. The or original anything. found footage. <laughs> Well, they, like how awesome would that be got this,
2: like douchebag on his like snapchat like look at this weird dude <laughs> I'm like,
4: dare... <laughs> is this guy from spongebob <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> no like
0: well because there is a, a an amount of found footage in this film or found documentation of um like the the inner titles are a narr a narrated thing yeah that they aren't this like completely unobjective like this is what is happening in the scene there Somebody is this. Wrote it. There is a point of view in those right. things that is, and they also find that book that gives also, a lot of yeah, exposition. They have the
4: book, and that's a lot of the inner titles. They have the um the ship's log, mm-hmm. which we talked about. Is basically yeah, the, black, the box. black box. I
2: think it's um what's that, the then? dude's name the. Van Helsing character in this. What's his name? The source the be Bulwer. Yeah, I think it's from his perspective. I think that's it probably what it really, is. that would make sense. Bram he Sirka- doesn't
4: do anything. Well,
2: he's not. He, he doesn't do anything, and he's in the story, and it ends with him. He's, and in Dracula, yeah. it's it's uh, mostly Van Helsing. I could, so yeah. I think it's from his. perspective. I could perspective. see that because
0: a lot of narratives of this type use a newcomer to you to like push the narrative through and that would make sense yeah. that he's coming in and he's writing about his experience like a lot of video games do that where right. like oh i am coming to this city and this is what you find the journal of somebody who like a lot of video games is like your mission is to find this person who was lost in this like zombie town or something like that this oh, is like super yeah. generic video game stuff and you find like uh, the video game Borderlands does this, where a lot of the narrative is given through finding journals around the, the like, game space. And y- that's this sort of thing of, like, right. you're exploring exploring this journal of this uh, Van Helsing character who has done this. So it's a very common narrative thing and that's what this film uses, which is, you know, similar to Dracula this found footage type of thing.
2: Yeah. I would pay to watch a Dracula that's found footage.
4: Found footage. <laughs> that would be so good. Do you
0: know I they're mean, making a Blair Witch video game? That would yeah,
1: be cool. Oh, what we do in the shadows. Oh, it's not found footage. It's documentary. I'm an idiot. I would play a Blair Witch video game. That's spooky. Yeah, it's
0: it's coming out soon. Uh,
1: dude what if they did it like you know how they do VR video games now that'd be fucked up because
0: it it is found footage so it is first person so you could totally do a VR I bet they'll do VR well there's already there's a a bunch of VR but there's also I don't know how much you guys have covered horror game before we should do that yeah you should Um, there is a uh, Friday the 13th game like a full license there's a special
2: version you can play as Jason right
0: yes um, there is also a game called Dead by Daylight um which has kind of taken the which so uh jason friday the 13th came like they announced it. a bunch of people who were on board with the original i think friday the 13th came on board with it and this game called dead by gay came out which is Light. yeah gay oh boy would i play that dead by gay <laughs> um and it's essentially it's the same thing as one person plays a slasher you can get,
4: is that the one you can buy, like, special, like, slasher packs yes. for, like, yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah, you'll, whatever, yeah.
0: Yeah, you'll buy, I don't know if explicitly they have the titles, because I think maybe the Jason one has that, because right, they right, have right. the backing of the studio, but you buy, like, exp- you know, fairly explicitly, J- like, homages yeah. that are fairly explicit, and one person plays as the killer, like, the hunter, the slasher, and then the other three plays, like, the teenagers or the summer camp people, right. and they try to escape and do these things.
4: We should have you back for a bonus on horror video games. Yeah,
0: I I'm not a big ho- so I'm not a big horror video game person, but I'm a but, huge video game person. Yeah. So like I, I it's the exact same thing with horror film is why would I pay sixty dollars to be scared when I could play Minecraft? Yeah, like I'm just gonna play Minecraft instead.
1: Right. Um, I uh, I used to work at Chuck E. Cheese. Oh my god! And for those of you who don't know, it's um I've seen like this description. It's um. It's like the child pizza and rat casino. (laughs) (laughs) It really is a casino. There's this video game um, called Five Nights at Freddy's, Freddy's, which is based off a Chuck E. Cheese situation. And I played it with my friend who also worked at Chuck E. Cheese while we were still working there. Oh my god! And it was like right, like right as it came out, it was like super, super popular. Yeah, no, that game was
0: huge when it came out.
1: And we turned off all the lights in my like living room because we were going for full immersion, and we're like, okay, let's play Five Nights at Freddy's. And we didn't even make it through the night and we got jump scared and got so scared we like oh, we that, uninstalled it from the computer game, and never wow, played it again I have,
0: so i don't play a lot of games but i watch a lot of let's plays and i've watched a let's play of that it's game terrifying it is, terror, it is almost all exclusively jump scares, jump scares but they do a really great job of setting atmosphere
1: it's fucking terrifying i couldn't yeah. play it as an, like as somebody who like obviously like when i was a kid i was a little bitch and i couldn't watch horror movies until i was 20 i couldn't play it now like it's horrible.
0: Yeah, it's also mechanically it. It's a very interesting game in giving people lack of interactivity.
1: The narrative is super cool though, so it's yeah. one of those I want to play it to get through the narrative, but like I save can't
4: handle it. The rest of this for, for an, an episode, actual yeah, because yeah, okay. I think this is a great idea for a bonus episode. Yeah, now um, we're sure. teasing you guys become yeah. patrons. Ooh. Um, Ooh, let's talk about Freddy Fazbear. I think, I that's think th- that could character. be our August one. Maybe just record that. Can we can
1: we play it? I think I still have it. Yeah
4: i'll play
2: it i'd love to play it i've never played a horror video Um, game also i was
1: reading this thing can i talk about vr a little bit yeah like another like one of my points to that is on vr like one of the main fears just like while you're putting on vr glasses is somebody touching you Mm -hmm. so that's why horror games are like really really hard to do in vr because like people are already afraid they're going to be touched or like bump into something while they're playing vr yeah so the horror like only heightens it so it's like extra extra terrifying to play horror in vr
0: it's interesting this discussion of Nosferatu led to this kind of, like, new age of horror because, like, we talked about Blair Witch, which was this kind of reinvention of the horror as much as it kind footage. of borrowed from other forms. Like, yeah. I mean, what we talked about Dracula, but, like, Nosferatu was a huge deal for horror. Oh, shit! yeah, for sure. Like, the... Because uh, when you think about, like, I'm sure if you watch this, you'll be like, this film wasn't that scary. However, you well, see... I
2: mentioned, I was like, this is terrifying well, for the time. Well, yeah,
0: like, right? I had said that, like, there are some of those shots in there that if I were in a theater in the 1920s, or if I was, like, at home in the 70s watching this on TV, because, like, some, there are three channels, and that's what's showing, it's, you know, legitimately terrifying. Yeah. And it's, I mean, I don't know if it started the horror, because I'm not a historian, but, like, I could, you can see a lot of horror stuff in
4: this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: for is it, sure. is this
1: one or Caligari's, like, the first horror movie?
2: Well, they made a Frankenstein... Um, Like, Edison's company did Frankenstein. Yeah. What year? It was, like, one it of was the like, first uh, Nickelodeons made. It would have been,
0: pre, yeah, pre-20s. It's very Edi- yeah, Edison. Very old.
2: But well, let's talk about... That's, that, I mean, I guess that could have been scary. I is, love, like, a good Nickelodeon. Frankenstein looks fuck. Or the monster looks fucking stupid in that. But, I mean, it's just, it was, like, the 1910s.
4: This is the first silent movie we've had on this podcast. It is. So... How do you feel about silent movies and horror and how those interact?
2: I personally... I'm not a huge fan of silent movies just because um, I think they're really silly. Mm-hmm. But... Um, so, I, I haven't seen a lot of them to, enough to like really make a full analysis. But I will say this one, and James brought it up, I could get distracted and look up and i still they were doing such a good job with just like their emotions and expressions that i knew entirely what was going on even without them talking to each other for the whole movie and right. like even if i missed a subtitle like a slate or something every now and then like it it's did a really good job of storytelling without depending on like yeah. language with
4: without yeah.
0: words it really it really shows that film is a visual medium that yeah. like kind of now we talk about film as a visual medium in terms of like editing and like framing and, su- and you know stuff like that mm-hmm. besides the performance but this really shows that performance is a very core part of film as a visual medium
4: yeah yeah i agree i think this was um so uh one aspect of silent movies that Is very important is the score Mm -hmm. because like they have no audio other than the score, so the score definitely like sets the scene for the movie and like um sets up the tension and stuff. And I thought the score in this was pretty good.
1: It would be interesting to know though, because um a lot of the problems with silent movies is like the score that we hear isn't always the original. It's not the original. So I'd want to know if. If this is the original, and like, I, I, cool. if it's not, then like, yeah, cool. and
0: if you think about the actual, like, seeing these films, you weren't hearing the sound like we hear when we go see a movie, right? It was, it a was live an orchestra, it was or even just like a piano playing, like, especially probably the cheaper theaters or whatever, a piano playing the song live to the film. There like, right. was a legitimate score to the film. Like oh. you would have in a musical,
4: which I would love to watch. Mm-hmm, they a do ho- a movie and like have a like live orchestra. Well, they, they do like yeah, orchestra
2: do performances those. where they'll show like my sister yeah. saw and um, stuff.
0: uh Back to the Future, where they orchestrated the whole thing, <gasps> which cool. I'm sure was uh, amazing. Yeah, but yeah, so they they'll occasionally like the Cincinnati Pops, or I know probably in Columbus the Columbus Orchestra of Pops will probably do those every once in a while, but. The hard thing about a lot of silent film is, and I was, uh, I think I was talking to Sam about this before the film started, was the hard part about silent film is so much of it has just been lost. Yeah. Like I said, it was a marvel that any film before the 1940s is still here because one, people just like threw it away. Like yeah. they like early like right, television right. broadcast, like how there's like Doctor somehow Who we loves- have so much. I love Lucy. The only reason we have I love Lucy is because people loved it so much. It's so famous, but like almost every other TV show, we just don't
4: have. Doctor Who has a lot of lost episodes. Yeah,
0: because people would just throw it away, and also, just, yeah. um, film was done on nitrate. That's how they captured it. And if you know anything about nitrate, it is. Uh, very flammable. Right. And like so much so much of them has just been lost to just like fire.
4: Also, yeah, film just goes bad and yeah, like, that too. degrades and stuff.
0: So like um, the idea of like what the original scores for all these and like they say in the beginning of this film i'm sure however you watch it a lot of stuff about reprinting and restoration and like yes they acknowledge that yes this is not the original way that you would have watched it but we are trying to replicate it as close as possible which is interesting because i've also seen a decent amount of silent film that is um like a lot of times the directors will specify like especially for avant-garde stuff that like hey every 10 years update the score um, right. there's a very famous, uh, avant-garde film that I cannot remember right now that says like, this is about industrialization, but like every 10 years update this score. Like that is a demand from the director. And so you'll watch it and you'll go, this score doesn't make any sense yeah. because you're watching a black and white film and you're seeing like synth music and like drum and bass and like stuff like that. But you know, it's supposed to be a reflection of moder- modern modern.
2: Modernity. Modernity. modernity there you go molly look at that wow look at
0: that. that's the thing you read in a in a class once so because that's, that's how i know that word no
1: oh no it's not it's <laughs> 1975 reference yeah, thank you so there's this album called a brief inquiry i was just thinking about it too i was zoned out thinking about what a good album it was <laughs> i and, mean
4: um, that's not that special <laughs> like like that's not special as a thought that you have like because it happens often i'm pretty sure you have that thought a lot no yeah no i was just thinking it
1: happens all the time it's just weird that it's being brought up now but um (laughs) have you heard love it if we made it by the 1975 no james you gotta listen to love it if we made it but there's a song um and i was thinking when you're talking about nitrate Mm -hmm. like specifically this is so fucking weird to me how it like is like really easily destroyed i'm like haha we're just left to decay modernity has failed us because that's a lyric from the (sighs) song and i was just thinking about how digital mediums are like gonna last forever air quotes because they're not and then it's just like wow does physical or digital mean anything what are we gonna leave behind airpods don't disintegrate and now we're just talking about it again it's such a good word and it's such a good album and i love it
4: so speaking of music <laughs>
1: <laughs> and according- it's music and it's
4: good and so, it sends a
1: message according
4: to wikipedia both of these sentences have citation needed on them um but it says uh the original score was composed by hans erdman to be performed by an orchestra during the production Yeah, classic hans <laughs> um it is said that the original music was recorded during the, a screening of the film citation mm-hmm. needed however most of the score has been lost and what remains is only a reconstitution of of the score as it was played in 1922 citation needed so according to wikipedia we, like again, we
2: didn't hear the original score
4: citation oh. needed this is a reconstitution of the original score oh, so uh, it's as close as you could, could be we, yeah,
0: did imp- we
1: get a source on that
4: citation needed
1: sorry
0: uh, <laughs> speaking, speaking of ci- uh, citation <laughs> um, just to make sure my film credit doesn't go away the avant-garde film I was talking about is Ballet Mechanique
2: oh is that it's I it it is really a classic I've seen parts st- of that yeah. one
0: that is, well yeah it's a big Wait, avant-garde film I think
2: the film class the yes, intro to film we watched, watched it we watched
0: a small clip of yes, that we yes we did that's why I you did not have remember. to watch that whole thing because that whole God. thing is a trip
1: hate that movie I failed that class it
0: is a trip <laughs> <laughs>
1: And it was entirely. We're because just of learning that about how good of an album "A Brief and Green Online Relationships" <laughs> is, and also how many classes I have not passed in my tenure at Ohio State. Oh, uh, is it segment time? I feel sure. like it's segment
4: time. Yeah, it's I mean, did we have any more thoughts about silent film?
1: I um, think silent films are good. You should um, give it a try. I, I don't know for horror. Yeah. Now I don't think it would work as well. well no hush. Yeah. Well, it isn't silent? Mm, but the character doesn't speak.
2: Well, there's dialogue I mean, there's plenty of dialogue also in it. means true. that there's
4: no sound effects yeah either. oh so like all the jump scares would just be from the music yeah. and nothing like n- n- all, everything's non diegetic. yeah i oh, think true.
0: the way to get so. into silent film is comedy do buster keaton yeah do charlie chaplin yeah. and then watch some of these horror more horror, horror i don't self. know like Cause I,
4: maybe a little bit because i think if you have an this, appre- if For you have sure. an
0: appreciation of horror or you have an appreciation of silent film, then yes, watch it. But like if this is the first silent movie you've ever seen, You're not gonna maybe like watch it. a Buster Metropolis. Keaton. Maybe watch Metropolis, maybe watch and maybe watch a I would Buster watch Keaton like, film.
2: Um what's the Charlie Chaplin movie where it's uh, like Modern, Modern Times? Times yeah. I would say cuz that was like my first silent film and I would, I actually really enjoyed watch it. Watch a Buster Keaton yeah. film.
0: That's what I always Buster Mr. Keaton Keaton's will always be funny.
2: That bitch.
4: He is that bitch. I think, actually, like, thinking about it, I think silent film would be good for horror. Yeah. Because um, you don't have to do the jump scares. So, like, where it's... um, It has to actually... No, it has to actually be scary in the storyline. There has to be legitimate tension. Like, it has to interest you and be tense. And also, um, in, uh, like... (sighs) Even, like, the Babadook, when you watch the Babadook, there's a scene where she's watching on TV a silent film. And the silent film that she's watching is pretty scary. So, like, the way they dress, like, in black and white, and you could make it very creepy and very interesting.
2: It's also scary because the Babadook inserts himself into it and it's terrifying. Yeah, the Babadook's
4: in it, but, like, even just the plot of that movie... yeah like sucks you in and is interesting yeah so
0: here's here's my pitch that i had said when we were watching the movie and i want to make a legitimate pitch for it i this is my legitimate horror film pitch this is my only one this is it it's uh battleship potomkin which is a very classic silent film i know people don't like it 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 is some people very much like it that is myself (laughs) but it's only because it is important to film history it
1: is not that important. Uh,
0: yes, there are definitely other Russian films that I know. are equivalent. Uh, didn't it pretty much invent point. the
2: montage?
0: Well, so the Sergei director Eisenstein Sir, uh, Sergei Eisenstein did. Um, did. Yeah, so it wasn't explicitly. I think there was a movie that came before it, but that is like the well big one that yeah. really utilized. But everybody
1: it. loves Battleship <laughs> Potemkin.
0: Everybody, just ask a person on the street. Do you love Battleship Potemkin? And, and they say, would say, "What is that? Undeniably, like, yes. Dick and
1: take your wallet. <laughs> yeah. Say fuck you, nerd!
0: Um, no. so, push your
1: baby down the stairs yeah.
0: <laughs> for a good minute and a half. <laughs> um, well, you
1: just look on helplessly
0: um, while well, Yakity yeah, Sachs plays in the background. <laughs> um, but the um, but I my horror pitch is that for the first half of that film, which is about a Russian communist revolution, because of course all Soviet film is about that. Is about the workers. Uh, this is a leftist podcast after all. <laughs> um, uh, and
2: Harish <laughs> <laughs> has a lot of bleeps to do. <laughs> Just keep saying it.
0: Um anyway. And um so it's that. It's right, it's about this worker uprising. They don't they're on this military ship, they do not know why. But then the second half becomes this like creature horror film where the reason they were on the ship is they are transporting this unknown creature from Siberia that is this like horrible, uh, Cthulhu-esque type of Eldritch horror that they have been transporting, and that something else is killing people on the ship, and it's not just this worker revolution. Right. And for me, the terror of it is the whole thing is silent, and the whole thing is in Russian. Right. So it's entirely about. So if you're Russian, there's this other added element. But if you're English, it's like you're watching this movie from the. It would be shot like it was a movie from yeah. the 20s, from this period, that it's like you're finding this cursed film from this like unknown era of Soviet film. Let's I make it. So that's my pitch for that That movie. would be so fucking cool. It'd be cool, but you it'd steal be impossible this idea.
2: If we see it, you stole it from James I'm and writing, we're suing well, you. I'm writing
0: the check to myself as I speak. I also think like
2: make it.
4: tentacle creatures are like would look really cool in Mm-hmm. uh silent movies yeah because yeah, you stop. just
2: need like the prop you don't need like special and effects. also
4: like it's just stop motion which yeah. is all what they their special mm-hmm. effects are basically stop motion and i love generally. that like
1: 1920s like ship sailor submarine diver like mm-hmm. yeah maybe they're fake waves everyone's in a uniform like yeah Diver helmets, mm-hmm. good vibes, camaraderie. You don't know how long they've been on that boat. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like this implied homosexuality. The yes,
1: made it real gay. Everyone's gay. I mean, I didn't even say gay, Look, but your minds all went there, much, which like, is what I wanted. The beginning of this movie. Yes, yes. and speaking gay. of gay,
4: what would you do if you were
1: in this movie? Fuck that vampire. Podcast is over. No, I dropped
2: the mic.
0: No, I'm looking at the. They would definitely be a threesome between Nutter and Ellen because those were oh, both for sure. They were bisexual babes. Hell yeah, with syphilis. <laughs> with syphilis. And they are definitely both bisexual. And they both have syphilis. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was actually going to say that within the first minute of seeing him, like that guy is so uncomfortable because
4: he has syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> And dysentery,
2: and they wanted to fuck Orlock.
4: So, who do you relate to the most in this?
2: Hmm. Which one wants
1: to fuck the vampire? All
2: of them.
4: I, I would be Hutter, 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 because I am for sure the kind of person who would go and try to sell a house to <laughs> a weird um, account from uh yeah. and the you, land would, of you would ignore and the warnings of the people oh, driving you there. Hell yeah. I would ignore every oh, you fucking would. warning.
2: I what I was gonna say I was gonna be Ellen, but she like purposely kills the vampire and it's yeah. like, come on, guys.
4: You'd be
0: Ellen until the final like five. And then minutes I'd be like, all right. Like after the titty grab, you're <laughs> like, I'm done.
2: All yours, buddy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tap into this blood bank.
2: I agree. <laughs> Sam.
0: I'm trying to think who, like, if I legitimately thought who I would be, I'd probably be one of the students studying that <laughs> plant. It's so unimportant, but kind of into it. Like, You're there. Oh, I'm there. Like, I'm kind of horny for it, but, like, I'm still in school, so I, I can't really focus in it.
2: I look, you want a Venus flytrap now, but I don't feel like we have oh, enough yeah. flies to warrant having one.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just Maybe leave a one. bunch of stinky cheese around your apartment.
2: <laughs> I'll probably get one for the porch next year. Create a problem
1: that only a Venus flytrap can yeah.
2: solve.
1: Sam, why are you I'll leaving? I'll get a demon,
2: yeah, like in yeah. Amityville, and oh. then I'll get a flytrap.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah. Sam, why are you leaving
0: a bunch of rotten meat around the apartment? Hey,
1: my name's Molly, <laughs> and I'm sitting right here. It's for Nosferatu. Leaves that rotten steak out for
2: Nosferatu.
0: <laughs> and he just with his long fingers grabs it.
2: Uh, all right. Uh, so would you Would you would survive? You survive? No, no I'd be turned into spirit. a vampire, well, and I'd love it. Technically, I'd survive because I'd be undead, but I'd also be dead. So, yes. yeah. But I would hands down just be like, kill me.
4: I I would survive if I were H- Hutter.
2: Yeah, he lives. Yeah,
4: he lives. He lives. No, wait, and no, also, he
2: becomes Well, the curse no. gets lifted because yeah. they Chris kill gets Orlok. Lifted.
4: Well, also he doesn't really like. He I think gets you're thinking bent, of knock. but he knock knock the curse gets lifted but like hunter never never has issues he gets bitten he has the
2: two bites when you're when you're bitten in like it's canon and like a lot of stuff where like when you're bitten you're basically controlled well not just that the vampire that's in some and then some is like i told you guys earlier you have to get buried you you have to die and get buried and come out and because he travels with the soil
0: Speaking of Come
2: being out. gay. Boy, yeah. Oh because he has to travel with the soil. I think that's canon probably in this lore is that they have to die and get buried. So but he's probably just under hypnosis.
4: never he's, has anything to deal with.
2: Well, he's probably just like... Um, he just goes straight Like home. He probably just got fed. Like He probably like hypnotized him and fed on him and then is sent it, him on his merry way. There's an
0: interesting part about the movie where he talks about all of his servants being asleep. But you never really see any of the servants... But you you know part of it is is that so a lie or, or are he is he feeding on people that yeah. you can see so it's a fun time um for my survivability so I think yeah I feel like I would probably survive I mean nobody's really dying like some no I'm a sailor this? I'm dying uh, you're the sailor I'm yeah. the dude with those fierce mutton chops because so, if I think I was living in the 1850s I definitely have some dope you'd mutton have some chops, yeah. chops man. I'd I'd be some uh, like. 15th through 17th American president Mutton Chops. <laughs> Hell oh, yeah. Oh, a- Martin Van Martin Buren. Van Buren. <laughs> yeah.
1: Love that commercial. No, it's
0: yeah. the greatest.
2: That was a good commercial.
0: Um, but yeah, I think I would die, but only just because I was a part of the story. I think I'm changing my answer from college student to one of the ship. I'm the person who grabbed the hatchet. You are the ship. I'm the ship.
4: You go down to kill. The I vampire go down, down to kill die. the
0: vampire and then like <laughs> get aw, eaten shit. by rats. <laughs> yeah, get eaten by rats.
2: Come at me, Splinter.
1: I said that Sam. Sam and I are on the same wave. Yeah, we
2: are.
4: So you both are turning into vampires and Hell not surviving? Yes.
2: Yes. Obviously. I would have
0: said that before this movie. That that both of them were like, yeah, no, suck me dry.
2: Yeah, like don't even think about it.
4: Um <laughs> uh, okay. Are we doing villain ranking?
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to figure can out. Can we minor please cut enough? that? If I say can we yeah, please cut yeah, that yeah.
1: enough? Yeah. Thank you. I just my mom might listen to these someday. And I don't want her to have a coronary.
0: Um Molly's mom, if you're listening i want to be sucked dry it was me the whole time okay thank you james (laughs) you're welcome
4: (gasps) um so villain ranking so this is not for you james no i understand i'm gonna go to the bathroom
2: (laughs) (laughs) you don't have to leave you can Um, if
1: you want to okay i have mine so well, we unfortunately have an updated
2: villain ranking. Yeah, we do, we do! Unf- the worst tipsy terror host finally got her shit together unfortunately as much as i love vampires love um em. count orlock kind of is not a great villain uh he gets defeated very easily he just gets a little too into a lady and forgets his uh business and the sun comes up so i definitely think i could kick his ass um I didn't put him too far down because he's a vampire, so I still have some favoritism. But I did put him under Bagul and over the house from Amityville. But I don't even feel like counting how many far down he is. He's that far down.
4: So I'm going to put Count Orlock right um, uh, underneath Ginger from Ginger Snaps and above the Lipstick Demon from Insidious. Oh,
2: he's high up on for you.
4: So, yeah. I mean, it's low, it's not super high. Oh, wait, I but forgot you fucking hated amount. the Lipstick yeah, Demon. the Lipstick Demon sucks. Anyway. Molly, tears.
1: I also put mine below Ginger from Ginger Snaps, but above Deborah Logan from The Taking of Deborah Logan. Pretty far down for you? No, it's about middle. Okay. Middle for me. Like, literally, uh, actually, it's a little farther down than it is up, but I would say aesthetically number one but
4: love
1: oh, that dick. yeah yeah no i just I, he just looks cool he looks cool when you think like of a vampire penis. you're like hell yeah it's like what we do samantha so the shadows... the penises
2: look cool no they don't they're hideous <laughs> no
1: <laughs> they do not <laughs> um what we do in the shadows like that peter P- the peter demon yeah. that we were all obsessed yeah. with peter demon it's peter, peter vampire. vampire it's based off of this it's super fucking cool um aesthetically love it but yeah and just like doesn't do very much yeah he's kind of useless
2: all right, I so wish there was more vampire and less boat. Less boat. <laughs> less less boat. boat. with that, let's go into our ratings. What do we want to rate this out of? We have to do boats. I feel like... <laughs> I'm okay with doing <laughs> We've boats. We've talked about out boats. Out I want to
1: rate mine out of filled hyenas. With hyenas. Soil.
2: Out of hyenas. What, what did you say, say Hurry?
1: Coffins
4: filled with soil.
2: Hmm. you just say coffins? Soiled coffins.
0: Soil. <laughs> 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 well, you know what happens when you die?
1: You <laughs> <laughs> soil your coffin. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually i don't want to be buried in a coffin
2: just no. wet, wet wet mud, mud.
0: <laughs> i want to be burned
2: me too or
0: donated to science either uh, or
2: i learned that you can be turned into a vinyl oh
4: what I about that shit. um it be... crazy eyebrows
2: Ooh, Ooh. Um, uh, 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 prosthetic hair <laughs>
0: prosthetic hair that is barely spirit gummed <laughs>
4: Mutton chops and/or mustaches.
1: How about yeah. ten iconic shadow scenes? <laughs>
4: oh yes. Out of how many shadow hands grabbing your tits?
2: We'll do shadows. Shadow hand titty grab. Okay, so out of
4: ten shadow hands,
2: I gotta actually take a minute. So somebody has theirs. Okay,
0: I to think about it. I- I'll go as a guest. I'll go first because I am not rating this compared to any other films. Yeah, you guys have
2: that's done. the ease sure. you get.
0: Um, so. I'll give my summation and then I'll give my final rating out of five forks. Um, so <laughs> well, out of ten, we do ten. Oh uh, yes, yeah. okay. Um, so I, the first time I watched this film, I only made it about forty-five minutes in, and I stopped because I was bored. However. You know what? Have some... I don't know if you guys recommend doing stuff while you do this film, if you recommend to also get tipsy while drink, or watching these films. Yeah, 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 But, like, honestly, having a little drink and being right. a little drunk and, like, talking to people while you see the film is pretty nice. You kind of get through that boring, like, third, fourth act dip where you... You scream about the boat. Where, like, the boat is happening. It's a pretty <laughs> good time. Um, and honestly this was a way better way to watch this film and as a way to see a film that is like kind of like a checklist film in terms of like afis 100 top horror this is a pretty good way to do that you still understand like oh i get this why this film was terrifying i get why this film is so beloved i would give this film an 8 out of 10 meaning that i would 8 what was this eyebrows <laughs> eight eyebrows out of ten that I would probably watch this again no I think those we shadows. should shadow hands oh, shadow, iconic shadow scenes yeah. I would give this eight shadow scenes out of ten Nosferatu please quit flipping those lights
4: <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs> I agree with what you said so like one time we went to this bar um, the bottle shop we went to oh, yeah. and they had um, just a random silent movie playing mm-hmm. like on a projector was screen too. that's the most hipster and bullshit thing i've it, ever it's heard it's so hipster bullshit but it's also like i, I was like interested in it mm-hmm. and i feel like um for a lot of silent movies it's the same way where it's like um this would be the perfect thing to have in the background like at a house party yeah. or at a bar or something for like a
1: halloween party this yeah dope. yeah
4: just put it like just have it playing on the tv like people are just at a party you know well, and it
2: does that in the uh in in the torpedo torpedo room yeah yeah
4: that that i think uh that's great because i actually i and um even as a movie i like really like (laughs) this just
2: stroked out (laughs) Uh,
0: we're recording this part at the hospital harish had a stroke and we're at the hospital and his final words
4: were like let me review nosferatu continue (laughs) even even as um just a movie i still think this is interesting i i feel like i i like silent movies um and i think this is an interesting silent movie um so i'd say like i'd agree eight out of ten shadow hands
1: um would you like to go i was also gonna say eight out of ten shadow hands
4: it's also like very well shot just Mm want to say there's some really good there's some interesting shots in this Anyway.
1: German, German expressionism. <laughs> expressionism. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so drunk. Oh. I am.
2: German i don't feel drunk. I'm really drunk right now. Talking about vampires really it snapped <laughs> me into. It. Really, I just sank. Go, go ham, dude. German expressionism. Oh, like a thirty-minute
0: boat scene.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
0: No, a culturally relevant uh, reference for this film would be like like, like the Lusitania. That would be a very culturally (laughs) relevant joke. All right, continue.
1: German expressionism has a place in my heart. (laughs) And I like vampires. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Pass. This is hilarious. that's why
4: you gave it an 8 out of 10. It's (laughs) 8. Out of (laughs) 10. (laughs)
1: i'm so sorry i haven't been
2: this drunk on an episode in like leftover margarita it sucks samantha um i'm also gonna give it an eight i was um i love vampires so that automatically gives a movie even if it's bad it's at least a six because it has vampires in it um (laughs)
0: james wagner chose a good film yeah
2: (laughs) but then also um so it's not a perfect movie or anything because like i said i think silent movies tend to be really silly but it did set the groundwork for a lot of stuff that i personally love now right and so like i can thank this movie for a lot and it's really fun and entertaining to watch and like james said it's a really fun situation to put yourself like drinking with friends watching surprisingly i when we were going into this i forgot that it was a silent film and then harish was like all right let's watch this silent film and i was like fuck i'm gonna fucking hate doing this Yeah, i was
0: kind of dreading it and then coming out i was like oh that was turned out very enjoyable great
2: yeah um even the boat stuff which is one of the (laughs) thing that i was like oh this movie's half boat it wasn't that bad (laughs) right because it's like there's still a lot of storytelling in it, and it's like there's a whole story here you know you're never going through like a lot of like dead time where it's just like oh like at the beginning we were joking around about a bunch of horse shots and stuff but like you you get like a very well-paced story it's Pretty spooky, like follows a lot of really good vampire rules and lore and stuff. It it did a lot for things that I hold dear to my heart today. And also he looks like a dick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I want to clarify that something a lot of us have said is that like, oh yeah, Silent Film was great. And I know there are a lot of people who are like Film people are fucking awful. Uh, Because I tell you, there are so many silent films that are terrible. So absolutely, this is one of the like ten that are good. Yeah, and like eight of them are Buster Keaton films.
4: (laughs) It's also like a lot of silent movies. I were. would enjoy more watching with friends than just yes. watching on my own yes.
2: it like, is so hard to watch a silent doing, movie by yourself taking so a hard. silent
4: film class yeah. i have watched a
0: lot of silent film alone and it it's it's right. not fun it's not fun i think well, i dropped the class yeah, yeah. Same. I, mean,
4: I think the best thing is just watch silent movies with your friends yeah and like have fun with it like yeah. don't and the good thing about watching treat it like it's
0: respectful is if you get distracted and you look at your phone or you go on Twitter or whatever and you pop back up and you don't know what's happening and you ask, somebody has been watching and will tell you right oh this is happening it's not that annoying thing that people complain about like oh she wasn't paying attention so i have to explain the whole film that's what silent film is about it's saying like oh this is what's happening because you also know that you're gonna get bored and you're gonna duck out and you're gonna ask oh wait what's happening now and you're like oh okay no i get it now
2: i'll say we've been nervous to do any kind of like foreign film while we're drunk and this made Mm. me a little less nervous to do a foreign film right just because like if you tune out Somebody, mm-hmm. one of us is gonna know what's going on. So I'm a little less reserved about it now.
0: Ooh, do Train to Busan. Wait, train I still have never seen that
2: movie.
1: Dude, I just watched it this year. It's super cool. Mm-hmm.
0: I, do I love zombie. It. I saw movies. the preview for that, and it looks great.
1: It's like I know you said like you're not like super into like yeah, horror, no. horror. It's not like super. No, scary. I
0: like horror. It's just I have to get over that initial hump. Yeah. Of like oh, I gotta be scared. It's
1: like not. It yeah, like no. is a little bit, but it's more like zombie thriller like survivalist movie mm-hmm. <laughs> it's
0: not something i seek out but when i see it like i've seen i saw jordan peele stuff i saw midsummer it's like if i right. see it i'm fine like i enjoy it it's just
1: yeah getting there yeah i feel that
4: so Lex. let's do recommendations based on this movie Excellent. what would you recommend that's similar <laughs> Ooh. Uh, obviously the cabinet of dr caligari yes
0: yeah, my recommendations, mostly because I'm not a big horror person, are almost exclusively the expressionist stuff that we talked about before. Right. The uh M, it's the uh first German film with sound. So it's not oh, technically okay. a silent movie, yeah. but it is still in the German it's in the later tale of German expressionism. It is a wonderful movie. I uh, like legitimately wonderful black and white film. Um and also, if you've never seen a silent film, Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, um the or first bust, any twist Buster Keat film. In
4: film. Like yeah. it's the first like actual like twist plot twist, twist in the movie. Yeah. Type. At and it also has end. a
0: lot of like uh great kind of social commentary about society from and visually, the nineteen twenties. Yeah. It looks so cool. Oh, it's it's, it's got, such got all a well the shot... German
1: expressionist like set design that I really like. It's such a badass. well
0: shot and framed film, too. Like it's legitimately good in that sort of thing. So, so yeah. yeah, those were the
4: th- films.
2: Um I was gonna start by recommending, of course, Dracula from 1931 with um, Bela Lugosi. With
4: Bela Lugosi, yeah.
2: Um, the that's classic.
4: which is featured in our uh, theme song. Yeah, it is. This
1: um, is uh,
2: this is wine. I, no, 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 To drink. That's uh, Frankenstein. That's Bride of Frankenstein's It's a. Uh, I never drink.
4: Oh yeah. That's it. Aren't, <laughs> Aren't you drinking? You
2: drinking? I
4: never, I never drink, drink. That's, yeah that's, that's is it the vampire Dracula? saying i never drink yeah, yeah. and he
2: drinks blood so yeah. <laughs> um it's the same same source material and they spin it a little differently because it's you know old hollywood and yeah they were falling. it's, kind fair, of those it's
4: similar it's similar the, the ending is yeah. different though
2: but um and then i wanted to recommend along with that frankenstein and bride of frankenstein just because i those are like i love lumping those movies together and there were just some characters that reminded me of characters in those movies yeah um but then on top of that, I wanted to do Shadow of the Vampire. I've never seen it, but I talked about it earlier. It's a movie that was Because uh, Max Shrek did such a good job being like a creepy vampire that people actually like joked and like maybe some somewhat believed that he might have actually been a vampire. Right. So they made this whole movie where um Willem Dafoe plays Max Shrek as a vampire as like they're filming this movie and there's a kind of just showing behind the scenes stuff of him being creepy. And um uh john malkovich is um fw Murnau, M- M- yeah the director the director of this movie and it's kind of about their relationship and stuff um i wanted to recommend uh, james i'm shocked you didn't recommend this the hashlinging slasher episode of spongebob mm. <laughs> That's a one. i think it's called the night shift yes um yeah it ends with a lovely Nosferatu joke it's, that will last for a lifetime. It's the reason
0: I know who Nosferatu <laughs> is. Me too. is. Right. But then obviously I get introduced into this and it's like, oh, I see why they knew who But Nosferatu it's like,
2: was. as a child, the funniest fucking thing. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then I wanted to recommend a book called Nosferatu. It's a license plate, N-O-S, four, the number four, the letter A, and then the number two. It's a book written by Joe Hill, who is Stephen King's son, and it's about this He's not a vampire. He's more of a demon, but there's like this joke that he looks like Nosferatu. Um, And AMC just started a show about it. And um, Mm -hmm. Zachary Kinto is the um, titular Titular. Nosferatu. Uh, I haven't seen the show yet, but I've read the book and it's a really great story. And then I wanted to recommend two vampire movies that have nothing to do with this one really, but I really, I'm very fond of them. And I watched them both this past month. Uh, Let the Right One In which is a Swedish right. vampire movie. And it's probably one of the most endearing movies I've ever seen in my life. Uh, just a wonderful love story that just happens to have vampires in it. Yeah, And um, The Lost Boys. Because <laughs> that's my new favorite vampire movie in the whole wide world. Oh I'm God. obsessed with it. Uh, it's fucking phenomenal. It's ridiculous. It's, it's fun. Ridiculous, it's fun. And it's like, it does a good job making vampires scary and also sexy. But yeah. they are scary in that movie. <laughs> but... Oh, Very sexy as well. And that's mine. I could do tons more, but I'm keeping it short.
4: Any other recommendations? Molly. Uh, Metropolis. What We Do
1: in the Shadows. Of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Always. (laughs) Because it is my favorite vampire movie.
0: And it features a Nosferatu like character. Yes.
1: Peter is the best one. (laughs) We all know how Peter's the best on this podcast. Um, (laughs) Also, Twilight. I watched all the Twilight movies with my mom.
2: I was like, don't do no, it, Sam.
1: Was, <laughs> whatever, dude. Twilight sucks. No. Um no. no. <laughs> Twilight's so good. I meant not talking about Twilight sucks. Oh yeah. That's that's what I meant. Eclipse sucks. <laughs> yeah. If I could rank them and I will. <laughs> oh, here, here we, we go, go, here we go. Twilight. Breaking down part four.
2: Part two. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow, <laughs> there are a lot more than I thought. <laughs>
1: New Moon, Eclipse, Breaking Down Part One is the worst one because it's unnecessary to the yeah, entire. Yeah,
2: actually, Maddie and I just recently watched Breaking Down Sucks. Part One, and we were like, "Wow, this is worse than Eclipse." How many, but Twilight, how many so episodes?
0: A movie, my mom have and, and I watched it. And your audience been them? waiting for these official rankings, and it's at the end of an episode. We barely oh, have talked about Twilight, actually. Shockingly, yeah. oh. this is like a deep gen. So yeah. if you're avoiding yeah. it because you hear my name. You suck because you missed out. (laughs) (laughs) Only true fans will get this.
1: You know, breaking down part four, uh, one best picture at the 2011 Uh, Shadow Oscars. (laughs) That would have been before part two came out, I think. Yep, (laughs) Uh, it was a real hush-hush operation. It's
0: it's similar to my theory that they made Cars one so that way they can make Cars two. they like, we have to set up this narrative of Cars 2, so we have to make Cars 1.
2: <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> oh, my All God. All right, plugs?
0: Plugs. Do you oh, have me. any plugs? Jeez. Um, Kind of. Uh, I do uh, sparsely comedy in Columbus. It's yep. a very fun time. Uh, if you liked my very reference-heavy stuff, <laughs> event, sometimes I perform and do something, a lot of stuff about around uh, pop culture and a lot of like nerdy stuff. Um, but then I also perform in a sketch group called Actual Wolves, and I do believe our next show is August ninth at the Upfront, uh, and it's a very fun time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a uh, friend of the show, R.G. Barton, uh, is also Who was on in that the group. Killer Clowns episode. Yes, yeah. he is also in that group, and he is absolutely hilarious in that group. And our last show was very fun, and we encourage everybody to come to the next show. It's a really good time. Live sketch is a lot of time, very different from a podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but so if you like hearing me uh, say very dumb shit about silent film, you will not get it. In <laughs> that because i'm not writing a silent film <laughs> sketch because nobody in the audience is going to understand anything about Millier.
2: do you have any like silent or er, <laughs> social, social media, media. i sure? do
0: uh i am at mr james wagner because when i made my twitter it was a trend that like comedy people were like the james or miss like,
2: june diane miss yeah.
0: or the or official yeah. or something like that yeah. so i was like that's what I'm gonna be, and then now I kind of wish I had had those like weird. Like I totally would have been at Bob ate the fire. Right. I'm at Bob ate the fire everywhere else, um, just for consistency. So I don't ever post on Twitter, but uh, it, when I do, it is a not joke. very exciting. <laughs> but it's like it's a oh yeah, I guess that makes sense, <laughs> and maybe you'll like it. <laughs> so yeah, um, I also want to plug, throwing back to my old podcast days, uh, the concept of doors <laughs> good job doors keeping the cold outside or the hot outside
2: <laughs> i like that also
0: uh her uh, santa claus is still on the ceiling there we go oh, oh yeah. Shout out to wow old, very old that is a
2: deep cut look up deep
0: the cut.
4: sundial podcast if you followed if all interested. of her,
0: if you've uh, followed all of harisha's podcast appearances i'm pretty
2: sure i was like y'all's biggest fan um
0: <laughs> so that was just for saying that, <laughs> that really was maybe i think my sister listened to it yeah. oh did i so uh we used to do for humor magazine the Sundial podcast and we used to do a podcast with myself and Lauren, Lauren. Friend of the podcast, Lauren now. Uh, she was on, she was on, on Sinister. Lauren! Yeah. And, um, with Ethan Huck. Uh I am still in the Sundial group chat because I was added because there was some domain name problem. <laughs> I used to be the most important member of the Sundial. Second most important member of the Sundial, the webmaster.
4: The webmaster,
0: And And... Yeah. Um, They asked me, because I had bought a domain, and we didn't need it, but now we suddenly need it again. And so they asked, and I was like, oh, I don't actually know where it is. And so they bought a new domain, but I still ended up on their group chat. And so they never took me out. So I was like, I'm just going to sneak, because, you know, it's a group I like. I like to see where they are. And recently they said, hey, do we want to do, like, a podcast? Because it's all new members, people who weren't members when we were members. And so they don't remember the Sundial having... (laughs) multiple podcasts at this point and so but my sister is still in the group chat and she remembers because she was a freshman when that was happening and she's like yeah we used to have one don't listen to it
2: Uh, (laughs) like a very niche small group of
0: people and she's like it wasn't that great i was like yeah you're probably right (laughs) i thought it was fun it was it It was was fun to do but probably not fun to listen to unless you knew us
2: i was your biggest fan anyway um you can get earbuds. me on Twitter at Save Our Shaggy, that's a scooby doo reference. And you can follow me on Instagram and letterbox at SamanthaDon thirteen. Um you can find me on Twitter at Molly uh at MidsummerQueen.
1: uh that's a Midsummer reference. <laughs> and <What? laughs> on Instagram at Molly Francis Haynes and on letterbox at M O one one Y H A I N E S.
4: And I'm at not a credit card and everything. And you can follow the show at Tipsy Terror at, um, on Twitter. TipsyTerrorPod at gmail.com if you want to email us. Um, we have a Facebook and a letterbox run by Samantha. And both of those are Tipsy Terror. Um, and then we have our websites. Uh, TipsyTerror.com, tipsyterror.rip, TipsyTerror.wtf and tipsyterra.pub. .pub,
1: .pub, go.
4: And uh, you can subscribe to us on Patreon if you want to support us. For $1 a month, you can um, vote in polls uh, once a month. Uh, The patrons get to decide what movie we do based on a poll, um, which we're going to put up soon for the month of July. Um, Well... By the we time probably this comes should out, because we're midway through. By the time this comes out, it'll be up. Yeah. For sure. Um and uh if you pay five dollars a month, you get one bonus episode um per month. Uh which we usually release towards the end of the month. But um uh and if we get enough uh subscribers, we'll start to do an extra bonus. So we'll do a bonus bonus. Ooh, bonus bonus. Um so you'll get two bonus episodes. Um and that's it. <laughs> uh, thank you, James, for being oh, on no this problem. episode. Thank you
3: so much. It was lovely
4: it to was have you. was oh, a you. fun time. I
0: was, I was glad you guys all accepted my uh, dare to do a silent <laughs> film. Because honestly, I was like, this is going to be so
4: fucking boring. <laughs> but it was great. It was a good time. Okay.
2: Bye. Bye. Bye.
4: Bye. He's a dick inside of a condom.
0: <laughs> 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 this movie is about same sex. <laughs>